Did you hear something? No. Hmm. Did I? I don't know. The Simpsons spin-off showcase is one of those crazy uh, non- Treehouse of Horror trilogy episodes that the writers started to experiment with um, around the high single digit seasons and low double digit seasons. Uh, the writers on this are David S. Cohen, uh, later David X. Cohen of Futurama. Dan Graney, who has many great ones under his belt, including Summer of Four Foot Two. And Steve Tompkins, who was on staff at that time and who also wrote A Millhouse Divided, which is one of my top ten episodes with a bullet. And it's so funny. It's really good. Um... They do a lot of experimenting with, you know, different conventions of uh, TV shows and had a lot of fun with that. And uh, for a while, you know, even after owning this DVD, I forgot about it. And it was one of the ones that I never watched because based on the episode title, I assumed it would be a clip show. And that shows my naivety. Because no, it is not a clip show. It is a totally its own thing. Thing. Uh, and like very, very few Simpsons episodes, it starts cold without a um, you know opening title sequence or theme song. And. Uh, can I love the way it starts any better? The initial lines by Troy McClure? No, I don't think so. I actually... Let's see if I can make this work. All right, burp. I recorded it last night because it's just so funny. Uh, here it is. <laughs> That's how it starts. Uh, and that is genius. Sorry, I know that wasn't very loud. I was just recording it off of my own TV at home with my cell phone. But yeah, to launch right into... A description of the entire plot. We start with Troy McClure um, in the Hall of Spin-Offs in a in a museum, 
and he's passing by pictures of Rhoda and, you know, other spinoffs in history. Uh, and <laughs> he introduces the show by saying that, you know, Fox is looking for new programming to fill their exciting lineup and he shows a chart of you know all of the scheduled shows of Fox and it's the Simpsons in one slot the X-Files in another slot and everything else is just question marks um and so he's like well you know we at the Simpsons decided to oblige with several new spinoffs uh and so he introduces each one. The first one was Chief Wiggum P.I., very much a parody of Magnum P.I. and Miami Vice and stuff like that. Uh, you know, 80s uh, lifestyle cop shows. Um, and this places Chief Wiggum and Principal Skinner and Ralph in the milieu of New Orleans. where they discover that uh, a crime lord named Big Daddy has a grip over the town. And Big Daddy kidnaps Ralph, and there's a lot of frivolity that happens as a result of that. Um, but you, you notice, like, the way that it's shot is not like The Simpsons at all. Um, there are ultra-dramatic dramatically lit scenes like when Skinner uh, walks in front of the Venetian blinds and um, you know like the light is streaming through and then the other part where he opens the shutters where uh, there's Mardi Gras you know the parade and all the people with the giant heads and everything you know are uh, streaming by the window And the whole boat chase scene where they are chasing Big Daddy in uh, one of those fan boats. <laughs> that is definitely a Miami Vice style thing. And there's a little cameo by a Paul Prudhomme-like person who goes, I guarantee, uh, while they're eating crawfish in a restaurant. Um... So that is Chief Wiggum, P.I. Oh, and it ends with, you know, corny, stupid joke, like when Ralph says, when I grow up, I'm going to be just like you, Daddy. And Skinner goes, you better start eating, kid. Freeze frame. Very typical of shows like that. Just as an aside, the line look big daddy it's regular daddy i think had a very big impression um maybe just subliminally on friends of mine when we first saw that because i i've made that joke many times and i've heard friends of mine make that joke the uh when you take something that generally has an adjective in front of it but then that's it's also something that is known not to have an adjective you could say like that it's regular that instead of using the adjective. This is boring to talk about, so I'll move on. Um, the second one, 
uh, traditionally the least funny item in the trilogies, you know, is always the second thing. Um, but in this case, it's my favorite, the Lovematic Grandpa. Definitely based on horrible 60s sitcoms, you know, like Love American Style and stuff like that. Um, with the stupid little cartoon theme song in the beginning. complete with animation that's not in the style of The Simpsons, you know, that's supposed to just be for the cartoon theme song. Uh, the plot of Love Matic Grandpa is that Grandpa Simpson died and instead of going to heaven, inhabited the body of the love tester machine in Moe's bar. And this makes for a hilarious premise. I mean, it really is actually hilarious. Uh, but very much shot like a three-camera sitcom with laugh track and, uh, you know, pauses for the laugh track and the woo, you know, type sounds to be inserted. So in this mini vignette, the love tester inhabited by Grandpa helps Mo get a date with a woman, and uh, it looks like it's going to go terribly, but of course it goes well, because Mo wheels the love tester into the restaurant itself and installs it in the bathroom so that he can keep going back to consult it. Uh, yeah, I don't know. The thing that I, that I think is funniest about it is just that it's bad, you know, that it's not, the jokes are not at all funny, but the laugh track is there. And the way, you know, they've chosen to do the camera, very static, you know, kind of like an episode of Three's Company or something. It is very true to the genre. And the final vignette the big showstopper simpsons spin-off is the simpson family smile time variety hour where lisa had objections to appearing so they just replaced lisa and this is like you know sunny and share or any of those variety shows there's elements of laughing in it uh and i should say that it is also very much like a show called hullabaloo which I only started like I only became aware of recently because the Love and Spoonful were on it, and um, I've seen a couple episodes, and it is like really a lot like this with the sets moving around rapidly and like all the crazy uh, props that people use and um, the kind of rapid fire medleys that that people do when they sing songs and. Uh, so yeah, it made me appreciate this Simpsons even more seeing Hullabaloo. Super great. Um, of course, Tim Conway is in this. What's a Tim Conway? Oh, about 120 pounds. It's a cartoon, so you can dress Tim Conway as a skunk. And he would have fewer objections than he might ordinarily. 
but it is really good. Again, like like the other two, it's funny, not funny. You know, it's uh, such a dead-on parody of something that's not funny that it is hilarious. Perhaps my favorite moment in the Smile Time Variety Hour is Homer's weird dance when he jumps up on the table uh, and they start singing I Want Candy. Uh, it's a, like a little bit akin to Pee Wee Herman's dance. I don't know. I've never heard it mentioned, but I just, it delights me. Oh, and by the way, this was not a choice of Yardley Smith to not be in this. Uh, the writers just decided that it would be very Lisa-like to not want to be in it. Um, and when I listened to the DVD commentary with some of the people who worked on the show on it, Yardley Smith is on it. And she's very good-natured about it, but she says, Yeah, you know, when I got that script, it was an anxious day for me. <laughs> So, I don't know. I thought that was sweet. There is, of course, during the candy montage, a very close homage to Whip It by Devo. Where Smithers uh, sings Whip It as Licorice Whip. Which is amazing. I mean, really, even down to, like, seeing the the lights above him on the of the stage like the stage lights shining down that's straight from whip it and his costume and you know different things that happen including bursting the bubblegum that's all from the video hehehe <laughs> Spin-offs. I can't remember what he says after that. He's like, spin-off? Is there any word more soothing to the human ear? Or something like that. Very funny. Anyway, I hope you've enjoyed Simpsons Time. I'll be back next week with another Simpsons time. I want candy by the bishops. Or the bishops doing I want candy, maybe I should more accurately say is what we're listening to now. Thank you for listening to Simpsons Time through the Debigulator today. My name is Amanda Nazario. I have so enjoyed having been downloaded by you. Couple things to append. The character of fake Lisa, who is on the Smile Time Variety Hour, reappears in the series at least once more. She doesn't speak, but she is the beautiful assistant to Lance Murdoch in the episode where Homer and Flanders go to Vegas. 
And the only other thing I have to say is that it really is very notable how much that joke about look, Big Daddy, there's regular daddy is used, at least by my peer group, or at least that was used by my peer group during college. Uh, you know, hey, that's not a stuffed animal. It's a regular animal. It's that, that kind of joke, which obviously I'm not very good at uh, illustrating. <laughs> uh, but I think you know what I mean. Listen, I will talk to you next week, and I look forward to it. Until then, you can check out my show archives at wfmu.org slash playlists slash an. Ta-ta for now. Spin off.